This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello and welcome to today's episode where we are going to be talking about being the best boss to yourself. We have been talking about a lot of self-care and self-belief recently and now we're getting back to business. So as a self-employed sole trader, I can use that phrase that we all use, I'm my own boss. We hear that one all the time, right? I'm my own boss. And to those in employment, that might sound like wonderful freedom, which of course it is, you know, I'm my own boss. But it's only wonderful freedom if we take some time to consider what kind of boss we actually want to be. Mm. (laughs) Because being your own boss is freeing. You can set your own hours, set your own expectations, choose your own rewards, you know, you can basically do what you please. Um, But most of us pretty quickly realise that doing what we like comes with some clear constraints because, of course, we need to do what is best for the business. Otherwise, we won't have a business to run. So it's not completely do what we like. (laughs) You know, there are certain things we have to do and that makes sense. But we often miss out a key part of being a business owner, of being our own boss. We realise we have to do all these things for the business. You know, we have to keep an eye on the finances. So we need to be our own finance department. We need to be our own marketing department. We need to be our own operations department. We get that. We have to do these things. But we forget that we have to be our own HR department. You think you don't need to consider human resources or personnel or people management, whatever you want to call it, just because you work alone? You think you don't need to think about that? No, sorry, (laughs) you really do. (laughs) Now, before we dig into what it means to be your own boss, truly, your own HR department, being the best boss, we have a little mindset block. Because often people who are self-employed, one of the reasons they've done that is because they did not have a great experience in employment. So you're thinking to yourself, I hate bosses. I don't want to be the boss. I don't even like that word, the boss. What do you see when you picture a boss? (laughs) You don't want to see yourself that way, right? A little bit of a mindset block there about being the boss. We don't have to use that word. You can be the leader. You know, there are lots of different words you could use. But actually, what does boss really mean? You know, that, that word that we use. It just means the person who makes the decisions. The person where the buck stops here. You know, these are my decisions to make, I'm the boss. And of course, if you run your own business, that's you, because there isn't anybody else. It doesn't mean anything else. It doesn't actually come with um, a rule that you have to wear a pinstripe suit and suddenly become an asshole. (laughs) That's not a requirement of being a boss. You just have to be the decision maker. That's all. So who is your boss now? Well, it's you, isn't it? Obviously, we know that. And you are also your own employee. You're your own boss. I'm my own boss. I'm also my own employee. 
that comes with certain responsibilities about how I treat myself. What kind of a boss are you? Are you the best boss with the best management style? Or are you some rotten old tyrant that nobody would ever work for? Is that how you treat yourself? Hmm. If you're not sure what on earth I'm going on about, (laughs) have a quick think about these questions, right? So you're your own boss, you're running your own business. Have a think about this. What hours do you expect yourself to keep? Do you get annoyed with yourself if you don't work evenings and weekends? How do you reward yourself for a job well done? How do you motivate yourself to do your best? How do you handle things when you make a mistake? Can you see what I'm getting at now? What kind of a boss are you to yourself? Because we've all had frustrating managers and we all know what good team leadership looks like and when it sucks. And becoming self-employed, we think to ourselves, hooray, I'm free, I'm free of all that rubbish. And then what do we do? We take on the worst traits of every bad boss we've ever had and we treat ourselves like crap. (laughs) Now, this is a problem for two reasons. You know, the biggest reason is because it makes you miserable when your boss, which is now you, is constantly mean to you. You know, I'm pretty sure none of us set out to be miserable in our working lives. So it's a pretty big problem if you then become that terrible boss to yourself that you've had in the past with ridiculous expectations, never says thank you, never rewards good performance, always has a go, always has a gripe. You know, you didn't go into business with yourself to feel miserable and have that boss, did you? The other reason it's a real problem if you become that boss to yourself is that it actually sets the pattern for the type of management style you are going to have. So if in the future you take on freelancers, subcontractors, employees, you're going to actually find it hard to treat them any better than you treat yourself. And rightly so. Why should they get treated better than you do? You're the one who's built this business. Straight away, what do we get? We get resentment. And I see this all the time. Business owners who treat themselves really poorly, who are dreadful bosses to themselves, who expect way more from themselves than they would ever expect from anyone else, who forget to reward themselves. Suddenly they have a team and they kind of know that they've got to do some team management stuff with those people. You know, they can't yell at them all the time. They can't expect them to work weekends. They have to, oh, they have to say thank you and give them a little prize or a bonus when they do well. And suddenly the resentment is huge because, well, I don't get that. God, these people, they're not even running this business. They don't even put the work in. And I have to say thank you and give them a little pat on the head. Well, I don't get that, do I? Well, whose fault is that? <laughs> But that's where resentment comes in really strongly when you're not actually being as good a boss to yourself as you are trying to be to your team members. And the place to nip that in the bud is before you get any team members. The place to nip that into the bud is to think about what kind of boss you want to be to yourself and then to everybody else. So before you start another working day with the worst boss in the world, (laughs) grab a piece of paper and write down these questions. 
What can I reasonably expect of myself? What is a compassionate and productive way to deal with mistakes when I make them? What do I need from myself in order to feel motivated? And what is the reward structure that I have in place for myself? Now, this really is writing your own employee handbook for yourself. So, for those of you who are a bit like me, it's a good stationary opportunity this, isn't it? (laughs) I see a notebook on the horizon. I see a ring binder. I see tabs. (laughs) I see colour coding. (laughs) But in all seriousness, even if it's on the back of a napkin, you actually do need an employee handbook for you. This could be something that you carry forward as your business grows if you take on people. Even if you never take on people, you do need an employee handbook for yourself with the answers to those questions in it. Because if you've never considered that, if you've never written it out that way, if you've never thought about the answers to those questions, then chances are you're working yourself into the ground, berating yourself horribly every time you make a mistake, never really motivating yourself because you expect yourself to just be on it every day because this is the business you wanted to run, so you better get on and do it, you know, with no additional motivation. And I bet you're not rewarding yourself. Wow, I'm paying myself. Yeah, great. (laughs) That's just what you get for doing the job. What about when things go really well? What about when you get that new client or you make it through that presentation or you deal with a mistake really well? How do you reward yourself? Because I tell you what, Nobody else is cracking open the champagne for you. You know, I remember where I used to work when they did a really big deal. They'd have a bit of, they'd have, you know, champagne on a Friday afternoon. Well, when you work for yourself, nobody's doing that unless you do it. You are your own boss. So that means you set the tone for every working day. You create your working environment. It's you And you alone who decides on the expectations. Nobody else is going to let you take a day off when you need one. No one's actually going to give you permission. No one's going to phone you up and say, you haven't taken your holiday allowance this year. You have to do that for yourself. Have you even considered how much holiday you expect yourself to take? (laughs) Have you written that down anywhere? You know, I'm my own boss. I'm free. I will never take a holiday. It just doesn't make any sense, does it? It's crazy. Nobody else is going to give you a Christmas bonus. All these things are down to you now. How do you want to treat yourself? What kind of boss do you actually want to be? And this is why, well, not the only reason, but it's one of the reasons why we've already done this work on self-belief, self-worth, self-care, Because there's nobody else that is going to do this management stuff for you anymore. It's down to you. And you need to start treating yourself like the valued employee you should be to yourself in your business. You know, because no one else is going to do it. No one's going to give you permission. Nobody's going to phone you up on Friday and go, oh, what went well? That was brilliant. Well done. Oh, yeah. You know, take take half a day. Go go home early. Knock off at four. Knock off at four and go to the pub. You've done well this week. You know, if, if we're lucky, we've had managers who do that kind of thing. Do we do that for ourselves? Do you give yourself time in lieu? So, OK, we all have busy lives, families. It's complicated, you know, routine. We're not working nine to five. I get that. 
So of course we're going to work weekends. I'm recording this on a Sunday. (laughs) But the thing is, that doesn't mean we have to just work all hours God sends. We can take time off whenever we like, as well as work whenever we like. That's the flip side of flexibility. Oh, I work in the evenings when the kids are in bed. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I get that. Do you then give yourself some time off in the middle of the day to go for a walk? Or do you think, it's office hours, I should be working? No. (laughs) You set your own hours now. What are your expectations for yourself? How many hours do you expect yourself to do a week? And what do you do with the time that is outside of those hours? Or do you expect yourself just to keep going? Because do you know what's going to happen? You're going to burn out. You're going to start hating it. And if you're an employee, you'd leave the job. (laughs) But you can't leave this one because it's your business. You're going to get yourself into a right pickle. (laughs) You need to think about this for the long term. Because I don't think many of us went into business to be doing it for a year and then burn out, hate it, give up and do something else. No. Most of us went into business because this is what we want to do now. And we have to make it sustainable. So yeah, you can make yourself a lovely colour-coded employee handbook in a beautiful new notebook. But actually, you know what? This is big girl stuff. This is long-term strategy for keeping you performing well in your business. And you need to be a good boss to yourself to do that, to get the most out of yourself. This is real. Because otherwise you're going to feel exhausted, feel demotivated. The self-talk's going to get even worse. You're going to start telling yourself you're crap even more. And God forbid, if you ever do get team members, you're not going to be a good manager to them. And you're going to look back and wonder where it all went wrong. It's because you're waiting for somebody else to tell you how to reward yourself and how to treat yourself. But no, you are your own boss. It is down to you now. So, before you start another working day as the downtrodden employee of a mean, demanding and uncompromising boss, (laughs) I suggest you take some time to think about whether or not that is the boss you want to be and whether it's the boss you want to work for. Because I suggest you be the best boss you can to yourself as well as the best owner for your business. Because you as your employee deserve that. (laughs) So until next time, be excessively kind to your workforce, you, (laughs) and remember to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of life. See you soon. Thank you so much for listening. It's great to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you identified a mindset block during the episode and would like to work with me one-to-one, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.